the first half of today's gospel describes resentment at the mission and person of Jesus. In the gospel's second half, Jesus, apparently not waylaid by the criticism, concentrates on the mission, sending the apostles into the world to heal. The work of goodness, undeterred, goes on. Resentment, so evident among the friends and neighbors of Jesus, seems so quirky as it does in our own time. What can we say, for instance, if anything, about the Virginia politician who promises a, quote, vicious and ruthless campaign. Ruthless, defined as having no pity or compassion for another. What moves the damaged spirit of such an odd person, except, apparently, a need to destroy? But in the Bible is this remarkable juxtaposition. Despite the resentment of his neighbors and even family, Jesus, undeterred, sends his apostles into the world to heal. What largeness of spirit, and that's the point. The man of God knows the creation is not a battlefield, but a home for everyone. Many are the examples of people undeterred by resentment who pursued some goal actually worthy of them, pressed forward to build a world with a little more good in it. One of them, of course, was Gandhi, who took to heart the danger of resentment and said it all when he remarked, an eye for an eye and the whole world goes blind. And consider the Czech playwright Václav Havel, that brave and decent man who led his people out of the cruelty and sterility of communism into modern life. He wrote a lot about his faith. He believed in a deep current of goodness flowing through life's depths. This can be trusted, he said, summoned to heal people and nations, to help make and keep human life human. Jeanette Rankin, no relation. The first woman elected to federal office in our country 
serving in the United States House of Representatives, refused to be drawn into the endless list of grievances, resentments real and imagined, and the recourse to violence that these predispose. Quote, we have to get it into our heads once and for all, she said, invoking Christian morality, that we cannot settle disputes by eliminating human beings. And another great and brave person, the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr., oriented himself as if in a magnetic field to the ultimate goodness of the creation and the divine who made it, despite ample familiarity with hatred and fear. He, too, spoke of the morality enshrined in his faith. He said, history will have to record that the greatest tragedy of this period of social transition was not the strident clamor of the bad people, but the appalling silence of the good people. He allowed his faith to overcome resentment and sloth and personal convenience as well, as he permitted his God to pull him forward towards a new dawn for everyone. And I'll never forget Sojourner Truth, born into slavery, thus with every reason to indulge resentment, who instead followed the Christian deity who goes ahead and summons our help. She embraced that fully. Once she attended a speech by the great Frederick Douglass and noticed him briefly losing his trust in God. Quietly and simply, she said, Frederick, is God dead? So many people lived through trouble and accumulated so many reasons to bog down in resentment. But as if by a miracle, they felt summoned by a new future a new world where everyone could be loved and respected, could flourish. I'd like to end my remarks this morning by reminding us of the great African-American writer, educator, and activist, James Weldon Johnson greater than the countless resentments he might have indulged 
was his Christian faith and its promise of a new future. This is a portion of Mr. Johnson's great and inspiriting hymn known subsequently as the Negro National Anthem. God of our weary years, God of our silent tears, thou who hast brought us thus far on the way, thou who hast by thy might led us into the light, keep us forever in the path we pray. Lest our feet stray from the places, our God, where we met thee. Lest our hearts, drunk with the wine of the world, we forget thee. Shadowed beneath thy hand, may we forever stand true to our God, true to our native land. And let the people say, Amen. <laughs>